Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And day 211, since Joey said he'd never abandon Americans... By Wednesday, it'll be 200 days. Why are people not at all focused on this disaster of Afghanistan and people trapped behind enemy lines? I cannot explain it. But they're all geared up over Ukraine, which, by the way, they should be. Um, I, I could not believe no one else will, will talk about this, but Putin puts his nuclear forces on high alert. There's escalating tensions. He's bringing in from Belarus reinforcements that are very close to Kiev, the the capital of Ukraine. And where's Joey? Joey was in De- Wait, was he in the Situation Room? No. In the in was he in the Oval Office? No. Joey was hiding out in Delaware as Putin raises the nuclear alert status. There is a lot of reporting. I I got some background by people that know in the intel community, and I will share to the extent that I can what I've been told, and and I'll use as a jumping point, uh, a jumping off point, Condoleezza Rice calling Putin's behavior, recent behavior, erratic. She said, I met with him many times. This is a very different Putin. Uh, Our intel community is saying the same thing internally, and they've been right every step of the way on this issue of Putin and Ukraine, and he was always calculating, always cold, but this is different. He seems erratic. There's there's an ever-deepening delusional rendering of, of history. Clapper, who I don't like, but Clapper echoed Rice's assessment of him. I personally think he's unhinged. The concerns about Putin's shaky mental health are particularly relevant, given that he has a finger on the nuclear trigger. Um, I've also been told, now, if you look at Putin more closely, it doesn't look the same to me. Now, I don't know, I cannot prove this, but I was told by not one, but two intel experts that real that have real knowledge that he might have had as many as three facial surgeries. But when I look at him, I see a guy that seems jacked up on what I would call steroids. He's got that puffy steroid look to me. And he doesn't look like the old Putin. And then obviously his behavior, um, I'm not so sure it's that out of out of the norm for him because, you know, Georgia happened in 2008. What happened? Nothing. Crimea, he annexed in 2014 under Obama and Biden. What happened? Nothing. Now he's, he's obviously now taking looking at taking the entire country. And it's it's a pretty frightening moment. And the saddest thing in all of this is, as Joe Biden proclaims, I brought together the world and we created the toughest sanctions and 
No, you didn't create the toughest sanctions because the one sanction that matters the most, imports and exports of energy, you're not willing to ta- put that on the table. And, they can, and, you're, and you're not willing to stand up to the climate change, climate alarmist cult that is your new Green Deal Democratic Socialist Party. Until you're willing to do that, any sanctions you put on Russia are meaningless. Now, I want to make perfectly clear, I'm not the biggest fan of Ukraine in terms of its government, in terms of corruption that has taken place over the many years. We we have the perfect tape to prove that corruption, and nobody wanted to pay attention to the real quid pro quo. But when you have a vice president of the United States, then Joe Biden, who says, tells, telling the story of what he did with Ukraine, and you're, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. The prosecutor, so he withheld and leveraged the billion U.S. tax dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine. Why would a vice president want a prosecutor in Ukraine uh, fired? Because that prosecutor, his name Shokin, was investigating Burisma Holdings and Hunter Biden, zero experience, and the same Hunter that went on Good Morning America. Any experience in energy? No. Any experience in oil? No. Any experience in gas? No. Any experience with Ukraine? No. Why do you think they're paying you millions and millions of dollars? I don't know. I don't know. Could it be your daddy is the vice president in charge of Ukraine? Probably. That's, that's probably the answer. That's a really good answer. Unbelievable. Um, before I get to the news of this, you know, I, I know, notice on Bill Maher's show, and again, I'm, I, I am not a fan of the Ukrainian government. I'm not a fan of what I know has been a lot of corruption in that government over the years, which, by the way, was in part of the call with Donald Trump that was not a call that deserved impeachment in any way, shape, manner, or form, but that's a separate issue. And But I see these images of people, and I want to cry. There's a video of a six-year-old little U- Ukrainian girl. I've got the video. I'll show you tonight on TV. And she was a victim of this onslaught by Vladimir Putin. And they're trying to revive her, to resuscitate her. And her mother, obviously, is, is crying. The doctors and nurses trying so hard to revive this girl are also crying. And this is the hell that is brought on when you have murdering tyrants invading sovereign countries under false pretenses. And there ought to be a new rule. You know, Bill Maher does his new rules in his show, and some of them sometimes are pretty clever. But if you're a murdering tyrant that invades a sovereign country and you kill innocent people, you forfeit the right to lead any country. Now, Hannity, are you saying you want a war with Russia? Nope, not at all. I'm saying I don't think one American boot should be on the ground, period, end of sentence. Not at all. There is a way, and this is what Joe Biden can't do and won't do. In his speech tomorrow, in his State of the Union speech, he ought to say, I have now lifted all of the restrictions 
on energy production in America, and I have asked every energy producing company to get back to work, and he will, for example, he blocked the Keystone XL pipeline. He should begin rebuilding it. He put new drilling efforts in Alaska on a permanent hold. He should lift that. He should lift the restrictions on Anwar as well. He disrupted uh, the new exploration development auctions in the country. He should bring them back immediately. This is what he should say tomorrow. He won't say. He suspended new exploration on federal lands. He should lift that. And he should increase oil, gas, and coal. And we should immediately have a goal as a country to return to energy independence as quickly as possible so that we can then be the suppliers to Western Europe and our NATO allies that desperately need energy because it's the lifeblood of the world's economy. I mean, Jen Psaki, I'll play it later, is out there this weekend sounding just like John Kerry. And, you know, we got to look at new Green Deal options and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm like, the one, the one sanction that would work is the one they refuse to implement. It negates, it renders useless all of the sanctions because that's the money, the flow of money that Putin needs to, to fight this, this war and fulfill his territorial ambitions. It's that simple. The world needs to agree Putin should no longer be running Russia. He's a murdering authoritarian thug. That's who he is. He's killing innocent civilians. Civilized countries need to agree on a simple principle that such a person needs to be removed sooner rather than later by whatever means they deem necessary. That should be the rule. Is it going to be the rule? Probably it's not going to be the, the rule, and that's the sad part of this. The Kremlin, ha according to foxnews.com, is sending 400 mercenaries to hunt down and assassinate President Zelensky. Zelensky has surprised me because usually when moments like this occur, the leaders pack up an airplane with millions and millions of dollars and they say, see you later, I'm out of here. Zelensky is target number one of Putin. If they find him, they'll kill him or they'll torture him and imprison him probably for the rest of his life. My guess would be they're probably going to kill him. Anyway, he's been out there with the people of Ukraine, and on that point, I give him a lot of credit. But if you want to beat Russia, I've been saying it, 50 to 60% of the Russian economy is based on energy. You know, all these other sanctions don't matter unless you're willing to bite the bullet, outproduce Putin in terms of energy, supply Europe with their energy needs, and do it as quickly as possible. I love Biden takes a personal day. He's headed to Delaware. Day off for Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin is out there, you know, literally saying, yeah, I think um, I think we're going to put nuclear weapons on the table. I'm like, seriously, putting nuclear forces on high alert. Uh, that's a dangerous situation for the world. A madman is capable of doing something like that. But Joe Biden was hiding comfortably, eating his ice cream and taking naps. Uh you know, one thing, there's a lot of polling out there. Voters say Putin would never have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump was president. And I believe that, too. I think there was a genuine fear the former Soviet Union had of Ronald Reagan. And I think there was a genuine fear that they had of Donald Trump. 62%, and in this particular poll, it's a Harvard-Harris poll, said they believe Putin would not be moving against Ukraine if Trump is president. And I'll tell you why, they feared Donald Trump. 
They knew if Trump said something, he meant it, meant it. I know there are reports that the Russian economy is reeling. I'm sure that there is some significant impact to it. I know there are a lot of reports, and I do. I tip my hat to the brave citizens of Ukraine picking up their AK-47s that the government is giving them and going out to fight in a David versus Goliath battle. The one thing I would caution you as you listen to these pundits basically saying, Putin, it's not as easy as, as he thought. It's not going well for him. He has yet to unleash but a fraction of his military might. And I put nothing past what Putin might be capable of. And I think you, Ukrainians are willing to fight. They remember what Stalin did to them in the 1930s. And, you know, the History Channel pointed out Ukrainian famine in the early 30s claimed the lives of 3.9 million people. I've talked at length about the book I wrote in 2004, Deliver, Deliver Us From Evil. That's 13% of the population that was wiped out in the 30s. And this was caused in part when a dictator wanted to both to replace Ukraine's small farms with state-run collectives and punish independent-minded Ukrainians who posed a threat to his totalitarian authority. And in 29, 1929, as part of his plan to rapidly create a totally communist economy, while well, Stalin had imposed you know, collectivism, which replaced individually owned and operated farms with big state-run collectives, and Ukraine's small, mostly subsistence farmers resisted giving up their land and their livelihoods in response, Soviet officials drove these peasants off their farms by force, and Stalin's secret police further made plans to deport 50,000 Ukrainian farm families to Siberia. So they just stole them. So they, and then why in 1994, when, they, when Ukraine seceded, this is part of the Budapest Agreement, in, in what was it, 1991, they seceded from the former Soviet Union. They were the third largest nuclear power in the world in terms of nuclear weapons. And why, in 94, did they agree, along with the U.S. and the U.K. and Russia, that they would give their nuclear weapons to the Soviet Union at the time, and they would destroy them, and leaving them... But the promise was, no, you'll be protected by all of us. Well, how well did that work out? Not particularly well. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we have Kathy sending her love from Baton Rouge for Pure Talk. She says, I love Pure Talk. The monthly price is great. So is my brand new phone. She got a new phone. Anyway, she was able to keep her phone number. You don't have to get a new phone to, get, to be a member of Pure Talk. Reception is better than the you know big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. I love that it's owned by a veteran. It's a veteran-run company. Thank you for being there for me. I heard about Pure Talk on Sean Hannity's radio show. I took his advice to switch to Pure Talk. I'm saving money every month. I never get or receive any junk emails or junk texts from Pure Talk like I, like I did from my old cell carrier, and I'm very happy. And look, I'm a Pure Talk customer. Kathy's a customer. There's a stampede. Average family can save almost $1,000 a year on average for the same exact service as these big carriers, and all that money goes in your pocket. The same network, the same cell towers, the same 5G network. You keep your phone, you keep your phone number, same number of bars. Dial pound 250 on your cell, say the keyword, save now, and you'll also save an additional 25% off your first three months. So even more of an incentive to right now dial pound 250 and say the keyword, save now.